You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. All right, welcome to the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy out in uh, backwoods or what used to be a cornfield in Franklin County, Indiana, where we secretly and ceremoniously record a podcast. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bishaw. And we are? The 15 side. Perfect. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. What are you guys? We're perfecter. Side. We're perfecter. <laughs> that statement, perfecter. It says it, it all. It says, says it all. all. Right there. <laughs> oh, goodness. So welcome to Cross the Line 1524. And table 12, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. So uh, this is the first time for months that we recorded on a, a weekend. Saturday yeah. night. Saturday, Saturday night. night. Uh, unfortunately, Scotty Bourbon is, uh, he's camping this weekend, him and Bev. So, Scotty, shout out to you. Keep that chrome dome warm. Watch out for the monkeys. Watch out for the monkeys. <laughs> we'll have a podcast on that. I've got that, that one recorded. We haven't put it out yet. Oh, so guys, how's your week been? It's been good. It's just a busy, crazy week. I don't know. Been good. Busy, busy week. Got a good project rolling. So. I've been good as well busy but good i found gas for two dollars and eighty cents a gallon how'd you pull that off well it's up in miamisburg and that's what gas so it's 15 cents more than that normally and i have this shell we use a shell card so it takes 15 cents Uh, a gallon off but still 295 it's always versus 340 i filled up here with the card with the 15 cents off today and it was three dollars and 40 cents yeah doesn't make much sense figure that out yeah so we'd like to give a shout out to our friend Tony Roberts, who's having issues with a Spectrum. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine that. It could be Tony issues. Tony, you can unplug your modem and plug your wireless router, plug them back in, and it might work. You'd never know. But it was great seeing pictures of his uh, porch going on his deck, finally. Shh, you got permits? <laughs> Just... <laughs> He's located at boop, beep, 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 Brookville, Indiana good deal so before we the first topic i'm going to lead us into it Uh uh-oh could be trouble nice So that is the new Beatles song. With all four. With all four folks. So um, we're going to talk about AI in a minute as it goes to that song. Then we're going to talk AI a little bit deeper. Uh, But what's great about that is Yoko Ono actually found the cassette tape with John's demo of three different songs. And that was one of them. Didn't Uh, say give to Paul or something about Paul. She gave them to to, to all the members. and, of course, Paul's the one that's explaining the story. There's a great little documentary on it that you can download on Apple 
Oh, I'm sorry, Dwayne. You can't get that. Can so it you? must not be worth it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I it's and I watched the documentary. So it's taken. You know, they got it in '93. It's taken to 2023 20, to get it out. And uh, George Harrison, who's since passed away, plays on it. Ringo Starr plays on it. Uh, of course, Paul McCartney plays on it. Does vocals on it. They all do some vocals on it. And they used AI to extract uh john's voice away from all the other instruments uh which the reverse of that is what they do there's been programs for years to pull vocals completely out of songs for karaoke of all things right Uh, but ai takes it about 10 steps farther and uh it's so clean and crisp and you wouldn't know yeah i was listening the 700 was talking about this morning on my way home from old man's breakfast they were talking about this song and how it happened and um, that AI, they try that the the track she had was just so bad that they couldn't do anything with it, couldn't add anything to it, and the technology at the time when Paul got it was there was just nothing there, so it's just been kind of sitting there waiting for right. the technology yeah. to catch up. And right, that is pretty cool that they can pull his voice out and then clean it up, you know, and create a song out of it. Yeah. So what happened? It was a single track recording of the vocals and the piano all on the same track right. so there weren't any split tracks so pretty neat stuff and you know it's it's the is the last beatles song unless they do until that, we find that next tape yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know that it, I, i'm a not a yoko ono fan of you know but it was awesome that she passed yeah. that on to him um and the john's sons are all they're you know they love the fact that it's out there as well so. yeah it's pretty cool if you get a chance, download it, listen to it. Yeah, and like um, you said, they've had it for you know a couple of decades, just didn't have the technology to be able right. to, to put it together. So I think there's an album coming out. Well, there's actually two songs on Apple right now, plus the documentary, which you can download and watch as, as well, well. So well, they were talking about it's going to be coming out on vinyl. I don't know if it's going to be just this song or just yeah. a few songs, but it's going to be on. Well, vinyl. there was only three songs on that. Well, maybe it's going to be those three yeah. then. I was kind of catching bits and pieces of it when I was half listening to them. But. Unless, you know, here, here's the th- whole thing about AI, is we could hear what supposedly is a Beatles song come out that none of them played on. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. the real danger the problem with, with AI. Right. Um, you know, earlier on, you know, a couple years ago, we were talking about deep fake videos. It was the same thing. You could ma- uh, manipulate the video to make it look like and sound like you could you could anybody anybody. you could take any political person put words in their mouth and i'm not so sure that hasn't happened the last couple years well and probably up so (laughs) i remember seeing that a few years ago and expert experts could tell the difference but ai is getting so good that it's going to be to a point where so nobody will be able to tell right. the difference and that's that's yeah. real my thing scary. is we're not experts so we wouldn't know the difference exactly right so that that's where the the whole deep fake video you and know that, and that's what it's intended to get is the right. average person sees the 15 second clip and then that's gospel i saw it on the news i saw it on the internet so it's real it's well, gotta be real and getting back to the entertainment thing it also means that they can put people into movies that oh, might be right. dead i mean yeah right. you know years later and even and we talked a couple of weeks ago on a podcast i brought up that they've put they've taken art and they're actually encrypting the art so that the ai 
can't can't reproduce it or detects it pulls something right. out of it that just totally screws the ai up i yeah. i kind of liken it to you know when you get that thing on your computer and it's got the letters that are all really screwy formed and you got to type it in there so that your computer lot, can't figure so it out can't figure it out right it's kind of like that yeah you know the whole writer strike a lot of that had to do with ai because AI. not only is it uh ai can produce art it can produce scripts scripts oh yeah, you know exactly. and and that that there's that scares they'll, them. they'll take the 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 input the style of writing of whoever they want and ai can generate the script well in seconds in seconds you know that's you're really stealing because the algorithm that the ai used right. was from a person right right the ai doesn't come up with its own algorithms right. they have to have the algorithms inputted from a person so yep. and that's one of the things that the writers are really concerned about rightfully so well, right. I, I mean, I've used it for an ad for our shop. We got a phone call on, I don't know, it was Thursday night, Thursday afternoon to do a football ad for one of the playoffs, and they needed an ad in an hour. And I'm like, I'm sitting there scrambling. Well, I had signed on to chat GPT. So I thought, what the heck? Let's see what happens. So I signed on to it, and I said, you know, write an ad for a family-owned UTV dealer and put a couple other things in there, and I need a one-minute adverti- radio advertisement. Within seconds, I had three or four radio ads, and I looked at them and I went, "I can never write that good," you know. And I'm like, so I sent it on to the, sent it on to the ad, and that's what went on the radio. And and in in a, two minutes, three minutes, I had an ad ready for a radio that would have took me an hour to sit and try to write myself and put the words right and you know and sound good, and it sounded great. Yeah, so it's one of those technologies that it's 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 got plenty of potential on the good side, but it's got. Uh, just as much if not more i think it's more on the bad side quite honestly so i you know i was talking to you guys this morning about uh the podcast joe rogan podcast with elon musk now elon musk is one of the most technical savvy guys in the world and uh ai's got him nervous about how you know and uh, they're in the wrong hands and programmed in the wrong (coughs) direction um with the wrong intent it it can be absolutely devastating to society yes so it's just one of those things is uh, um, whoever's in charge needs to get their hands wrapped around this. Well, I mean, uh, look, look at how bad. So, I mean, Facebook. So and, hold on. So who's in charge? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. The one that's in charge don't know he's in charge. He just kinda, he's an AI kinda, program. Yeah. So but anyway, <laughs> but Facebook and Instagram has known for years that the damage they're doing to teenagers sure. and especially teenage girls. Right. So imagine now – if yeah. someone had the ill intent to damage or alter or influence kids even more, if they develop, you know, set the program up to do, tell it, do this, what could it do? And who's going to, you know, how are you going to stop it? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But I, I did listen to, there was a lady somewhere, and this is for small businesses out there. If you're not utilizing it, you're crazy because I mean I can't afford to hire well, sure. I can't afford to hire someone to write ads for me and I don't have the time or the talent I I got the ideas sure. but I can't put the put the right. words as pretty I get as that. somebody else so if you're a small business and you need to do Facebook posts small ads TV radio ads or whatever utilize the information you're giving it the content yeah you know don't go steal it and tell it I want Edgar Allan Poe's a poem about my business I mean but but just do 
give it your information what you're looking for and let it write ads for you i mean right you're crazy not to use it if to help your business grow right now right well and it's like uh you know is it the same with some of these other social media stuff as a business person you can't hardly help but use Facebook. Oh, you got whether to. You like, whether you like Facebook or not, you, ha- you kind of have to do it to it's promote an, your yeah, business. So, it's a necessary evil. So right. I'm doing promotion for Metamore as well as the Chamber of Commerce now, as well as my business. So Facebook and Instagram, if you're not advertising on there, you're missing them. Just, just walk down the street or go to a restaurant right. and see what's happening at all the tables. Yeah, right. they're on their phone. They're on the phone. Right. If you're not advertising on those platforms, you're missing out. Right. Um, and it's, you know, it's amazing. So I became a meta certified advertiser a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, they're all pushing, they're pushing AI big time. Oh, yeah. Uh, what concerns me is everybody gets hooked on AI. And maybe there's more to AI than we realize. Maybe AI. That sounds like it, me it does it does (laughs) but maybe there's a maybe there's a programming algorithm that's coming out of ai right that you don't realize that's my concern yeah that's um it's just like back in the 60s they were they were doing subliminal messages in movies oh yeah okay and advertising and advertising so what's to say that laden back in the ai Software. Software. There's not some sort of subliminal thing going on. That's yeah. my concern because they're pushing it so hard. All of a sudden, I, I'm somewhat concerned that there's more to it than we uh, we understand at the time. I think it's going to kill people's creativity. Also, it's going to kill. Well, what's going to happen is young people coming out of school aren't going to be creative. That's what I mean. It's because they're going to say, "Well, I'll just type they, this into here and just right. take care of it." Right. right. That's what I mean. It's going to kill the well, creative. Well, and beyond that, even the people that want to be their own creative uh, what takes me competition they they will have to be competing so what what takes me a half an hour to script out a commercial and do the commercial this program is going to do it in seconds yep well after a while you're like why am i wasting my time right well and my daughter she's she does all my stuff on photoshop and she's my she's my ad maker and stuff so she was showing me on illustrator right now so you take a photo i take a photo of this um, minor case in front of me in the background around it she can click on it click on an ai as in it click on the ai and tell it to get rid of everything else and it's not perfect because she did it but it's pretty dang good and it was seconds where it would have took her a half hour so it's not perfect but i guarantee there's programs that cost a couple thousand dollars oh yeah that are perfect right, yeah. yeah but right. i mean for the average yeah. joe that yeah you know I, I use i'm using illustrator as well and it's amazing what you can do and in my mind i'm thinking this, this is, is cheap this is the uh, homeowner version homeowner public <laughs> version yeah. I imagine what else is out there that maybe it's not adobe but another well right. software out there that or adobe 10 steps up yeah that you're not paying whatever a right. month for yeah it's right. but it's it's I mean, it's here. It's not going to go anywhere. You need to learn it if you're in that world. Um, And like I said, if you're a small business and you're not utilizing it, you're crazy. I mean, because it's going to save you a bunch of money and help you progress where you could. And I would also, talking about small business advertising and social media, I would also say this. You need... It's it's not as e- well. It's easy. You, you can just click. You want to advertise or boost a post, but there's a lot more to it than that. If you want to drive 
new business. Right. Okay. So let's say I let's say for the, I, I'm spending two hundred dollars a month advertising for Metamore. I could take a hundred and fifty or two hundred mile radius and just click boost post or advertise the post. That will never get me the same results as if I pick fifty different cities in the tri-state. Right. At twenty-five mile radiuses of each cities. That and then I put in. People that are day trippers, because that's what we're looking right. for. You're looking for people, right. day tripper, vacation. There's a, there's about five or six cat- categories. So those ads are going. They're they're going to people that go on day trips, that Fit go that on vacations, yeah. they like targeted. to go to gift shops. Targeted, yeah. for targeted. For, for, so for that fun. what that should also tell everybody else is. Facebook and other social media places know exactly what oh, each yeah. of the u- exactly. users because oh, yeah. they track everything you do. Every we- not just on Facebook, every website you go to. And in fact, I guarantee we get done with this podcast, we're going to have AI ads come up on all of our phones. Yeah, yeah. Because they track, they listen, and if you don't think so, you're naive because yeah. that's the way the world's working right now. Well, so. we've talked about it before. If you don't, if you think they're not listening. Between your spouse or your friend, pick a subject you wouldn't talk about for a product. Talk about it for five minutes. Uh, openly, really discuss it, it and see if it doesn't show up on right. your phone or in your feed within That's minutes. how we ended up with cases of blue pills here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. With, so a, I don't, with a discreet doctor's appointment yeah. online. I don't, know, I don't know if you guys all picked up on that now. You know. No, we didn't get any. The letters behind <laughs> Alan's name, he's adding letters behind his name. You know, he's not hes not a PhD or done, not an MBA, but he's now an MCA, Meta Certified Advertiser. Oh, yeah. Oh, I start putting it on the side of my stuff. Alan's So it was a, I, I will tell you, the course I took is online, and it was very insightful. Was and, it? And you can, I can tell, I could tell right away when I started tweaking some changes on how we were advertising this stuff. It just and so we ask when we see people in the store. If I have time, how'd you find out about Metamore? And there's two ways, two things you'll hear every time. A, I used to come here as a kid. Right. B, I saw it on the internet. Saw it on. And that's what we're doing. Right. We're putting it out there, and it's not only just Facebook. It goes on Instagram, um, and it'll do it if you do Facebook Marketplace. Well, I don't target here so much, so you don't see it. But right. it goes, when people are scrolling right. on Marketplace, you'll see sponsored stuff, and, and we're on there too. So it's it's been eye-opening, but it's been great. And all the shops have said the same thing. You know, it's, they're it's, seeing the difference. They're seeing the they're difference. Seeing, yeah. right. If you don't think so, you still come down there for Halloween. Right. Holy cow. <laughs> Ask Dodie how much candy she gave out. For- <laughs> so for Halloween, uh, Mary's uh, niece got married, and their reception was on the Saturday of Hollow prior to Halloween and that's when Metamore celebrated Halloween. So it was just me there. So I, I reached out and had a couple friends help me. So <laughs> Dwayne and Doty came down and Scotty Bourbon came down. So Dwayne and Scotty and I manned the counter, sold over I'm not gonna say the amount, but a a whole lot of food. A whole lot of food. And um Doty passed out the candy. So I started with thirty pounds of candy. I'm like, this should be plenty. And two pieces. It was two pieces per kid. She wasn't just throwing handfuls. It was two pieces per kid. So at the end of the night, I, 50 pounds of candy went out. And I walked out there. I took a picture and put it on Facebook, and that's just when it started. It looked kind of crowded. I went out there halfway through, and it looked like canal days. I mean, the streets were freaking packed. It was oh. amazing. 
But that's great, though. I mean, yeah, it's great for the town. It's like you said, there's like 14 kids that live in Metamora. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean it was. I mean it's great though. Well, and it was in in conjunction, in conjunction with, the with the haunted, haunted village, village and the haunted, haunted village. village was a couple week. Was that two weekends? We did three yeah. weekends. Three weekends, three weekends of, the of the haunted. So it started the weekend after Canal right. Days. So we had the haunted village and the haunted train. So that was the that was the last night for the haunted village and, and the haunted. And so that's and then, when yeah. it did the trick yeah. or treat. So the last day for the train period this year was the Sunday following. So. The train coming to Metamore, so they do the Polar Express and Christmas stuff, but it doesn't come to Metamore anymore. They just don't have enough volunteers. If they had more volunteers, they'd love to do a Metamore Christmas train, which would be awesome. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. It's just years ago they did, but they just don't have enough volunteers. In fact, there were Sundays that they didn't have enough volunteers to run the Metamore local train, which we every Saturday and Sunday people came to Metamore to get on that Metamore local train. Huh. So it was, of course, we were the shop next to them, and right. we got to hear about it when they didn't have enough volunteers, but there's nothing yeah. you can do. Right. So, well, let's take a short break. Uh, we'll go out on some great music, though, here. Um, so, you know, the copyright laws, you're allowed, if you're promoting something, you can play that music. All righty. So, so we, go out and buy this. Yeah. And yeah, we did this right. That's right. We'll be right back across the line, 1524. You know what? It's time for a day trip. That's right, a day trip to historic Metamora, Indiana, where you can visit the Sap Bucket, a general store, gift shop, and snack bar located on Main Street in beautiful, historic Metamora, Indiana. Check out the only operational wooden aqueduct in the United States, a water-powered grist mill, and many antique shops, craft vendors, food shops. It's a great place to visit. Hop in your car, take a day trip. That's right. You can check out more information about The Sap Bucket at thesapbucket.com or Metamore Indiana at metamoreindiana.com. Hope to see you soon. Well, it's that time. It's time to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. They've got some special events coming up. Mark your calendars now for Thursday, December 14th from 5.30 to 7.30. You're going to get to meet Alan Henderson in person, former Indiana University basketball star, former NBA star, now has his own line of spirits, Tom Bullock's. He's got Tom Bullock's Burn Orange Bourbon and Tom Bullock's Old Tom Gin with Sweet Lime. That's right. He's going to be live in person at Batesville Liquor Co. on Thursday, December 14th from 5.30 to 7.30. And across the line, 1524 crew will be there as well to do an interview. It's going to be a great time. Also, in November, November 10th, it's a Friday night. It's Batesville Ladies Night at Batesville Liquor Co. from 5 to 7. Ladies, you don't want to miss it. At Tebby Liquors in Brookville, Indiana. For the rest of the year, they've got bucket drop gift sets. That's right, gift sets. You know, it's bucket drops, got a little bit of everything you need there. 
They've got gift sets of allocated store pick bourbons. You enter your name in person uh, and they get a chance to win a gift set. Can't beat that. It includes Blanton's, Eagle Rare, E.H. Taylor, the good stuff. Both stores will have Small Business Saturday. That's on November 25th in both Batesville and Brookville, Indiana. They will have Buffalo Trace on that day. That's right, Buffalo Trace, while supplies last, limit one per person. That's what's happening the rest of the year at one of our favorite sponsors, Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. Stop out, say hi to them, grab some great liquors, beers, wines, you name it, they've got it, and tell them to cross the line, 1524 Crew sent you. Gilman Home Centers with 15 locations and growing, and it's the fall of the year. That's right. You may need some leaf rakes or maybe leaf bags, or maybe it's time to split that pile of wood and you need to rent a log splitter because you know what? The winters are coming. Are you a hunter? Gilman Home Centers also offers hunting licenses along with fishing licenses. That's right, Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel you can learn more about Kentucky, only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it, on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. Perfect. I caught that on. <laughs> Welcome back to Cross the Line 1524. Can you do that again, Dwayne? That the cool good as that. Yeah, cool I know. Goal. The first one was better. It's spontaneous. It's it better. is. It is. Is everybody's mic working? Your mic working? I think so. Okay, you got to just talk into it. That's what it is. <laughs> what He's got to talk. You like that. <laughs> that was a good one. So uh, let's talk about mushrooms. Dwayne, you love mushrooms, don't you? Mm, yes, my favorite thing. Right up there with beans. <laughs> <laughs> How about everybody else? Everybody like I mushrooms? Love mushrooms. Yeah. I like I mushrooms. mushrooms, yeah. Millions of dollars of psychedelic mushrooms were seized in a Connecticut bust. I said millions. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we missed out on this batch. Law enforcement officials came across a staggering find when they were tipped off about a possible drug deal. Dozens of dog-sized food bags of psychedelic mushrooms with an estimated value of $8.5 million were found oh in a rural Connecticut home. Is that what that pilot got a hold of? I don't know. Canada or wherever it was? Uh, there's a 21-year-old man operating a drug factory in possession with intent to sell and distribute the uh, shrooms. Um, I mean, that's pretty. So U.S. states have decriminalized psychedelic mushrooms in some places, uh, and they can be used uh, for post-traumatic stress disorder and other mental illnesses. 
about 20 other so there are two states that have done that uh, 20 other states have active legislature on changing the law on psychedelic drugs um, in Connecticut an attempt this year to decriminalize possession of a small amount died in the state Senate uh, authorities say they received a tip that a resident the home was operating a psychedelic mushroom growing operation I mean I had no idea there was such a thing yeah I guess um, they saw ventilation equipment on the home that was consistent with items used in clandestine laboratories. Just got to remember that clandestine hey, these, these laboratories. Guys, these guys are stupid. They need to start a greenhouse and nursery first. Then legit. you can a legit greenhouse. Then you can start growing stuff. Because I kept my dad had we had. <laughs> 15. This is the way Dwayne Whoa. started. This is the way I started. We had no, no wonder you don't like mushrooms anymore. <laughs> we have fifth. I think it was fifteen greenhouses at one time, or thirteen, thirteen or fifteen greenhouses. I kept telling Dad, Dad, we just need one greenhouse, one crop. We're all done. You know, couldn't get him to do it though. But I mean, they'd never notice it because every greenhouse was hot all year long. I mean, For Dad, sure. he was firing. We had plants going, furnaces going all the time. Could have grew anything we wanted. Huh? So, um, but no, Oregon voters. <laughs> Oregon voters decriminalized small amounts of psychedelics in 2020, uh, and then we were first to approve supervised use of psilocybin as a therapeutic. Uh, two years later, Colorado voters passed a ballot measure decriminalizing psychedelic mushrooms um, as well. Last month, just this last month, Gavin, California Governor Gavin Newsom vetoed a bill that would have decriminalized the possession and personal use of several hallucinogens. Even though he uses them. Yeah, yeah exactly. More it's, likely. And on a, <laughs> but on a totally serious note on this subject, this is kind of like when you get into um, what's in, the, in, in pot? Um, THC. THC. The, the uses of THC, the uses of the psychedelic mushrooms. I mean, I've listened to a few podcasts from different people and they've talked about this how there was research started but everything got stopped is if there's a real good use well, and a purpose listen to what i'm about to say the food the federal food and drug administration designated cyclobin which is the drug as a breakthrough therapy for the treatment of resistant depression in 2019 and recently published a draft guideline on using psychedelics in clinical trials. It's also been a shift in public opinion, which is us, in support of therapeutic use of psychedelics, including military veterans with trauma and other illnesses. So the FDA even says, hey. Hey, we might need to look at this yes. a little bit more. I mean, here's a natural. They're calling it a break. "Quote unquote breakthrough therapy." Well, this is another natural substance that can help with people with issues that you know. If it'll help a guy with PTSD, if this is what right. it helps, I mean, and in control, you can't let them. I mean, you can't just let it go willy nilly. But if if a controlled amount will help them through that that trouble, I, I'm all for it. I'm thinking we could get together with the folks at the old man's breakfast, our buddies, and do some. If an FDA needs some testing. Little Chief will step right up with us. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick. Oh, but it is. Did you see Nick on acid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking mushrooms. I'm not going to hard acid. But imagine him on mushrooms. Yeah. Imagine the jokes. Hey, did you guys hear the story about. <laughs> oh. He wrangled one out real quick this morning. Yeah, that was off did. the cuff, too. So He did. That wasn't one he had in his. Uh, 
Yeah, sh- shout out to our friends. So every, we've talked about it before. Every Saturday at seven o'clock, we do old man's breakfast. We're uh, at the Have a Bite Diner in Metamore. Best it, breakfast in Metamore. It is yeah. best breakfast maybe in Franklin County right yeah. now. Right, right now, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and great, great Just owner, great, great people. people yeah, period. Just, just fun it's fun and of course we were met there this morning by the franklin <laughs> county deputy sheriff yeah he so heard we were coming he I, he actually walked in before we did which was scary and yeah. i even said you know are we in trouble <laughs> well and he pulled right beside me and i was exceeding the speed limit a little bit this morning getting to have a bite and i saw the car pull up and alan as i got out and goes hey did you see that was the sheriff i was like crap was he following me <laughs> <laughs> well tony and i can top that so after Old Man's Breakfast, I uh, had you guys help me at the shop. We did right. some stuff. We hop in the truck. Tony's driving. We're BSing. All of a sudden, he goes, shit. He goes, sheriff's behind me. So sure enough, and we were doing probably 65 at the time. So Tony eases us down to 50. So we're going, and all of a sudden, my phone goes off. Bleep. It's Little Chief. He says, Damn, almost ran in the back that thing. I was going 70. <laughs> so I look back, a little cheese behind, behind the sheriff. And I'm like, hey, could you distract him or pass him or something? He goes, oh, yeah, I'll take him off your hands. <laughs> oh, good to have friends. It is, it is. Oh, so funny. Uh, it's, it's a good time. But going back to the whole psychedelic thing, you know, when the FDA see, says it's breakthrough therapy, yeah. you know, they don't say that kind of stuff. You know, this is the right. same FDA that doesn't take stuff off the market that needs to be off the market. But here they're saying this is yeah. this is important stuff. I wonder how if maybe they figured out how they can make money off of it. Is that what it is? Well, I'm <laughs> sure that's got something. Yeah, to do probably. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, here it is a nat- but it, my point is this is a natural substance, just like THC. If there's some benefit in it that can be used, hey, let's do the research on it. Let's find out and. Get the people to help that need the help. So what other type of psychedelics were out there? Natural. So didn't they used to scrape the insides of banana peels and smoke those? That's where the term mellow yellow actually came from. Where's? I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. He knows all this stuff. Yeah. Tell us more, Alan. Well, (laughs) I know that's where the... Did did Chad... Did no, Chad no, no, no. <laughs> just history of music. Chad oh. knows some history of music. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's that's stuff you learn at in uh, Key West. Key West, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't learn. Uh, so, and then wasn't there something with corn silks at one time? That might just been made oh, up. I, I've <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you're running low, you, you do whatever you got to do. <laughs> Should we Google things you can smoke? Yeah. <laughs> I think we take a break and look up Mellow Yellow, because I'm pretty sure there was a deal in the '60s with inside of banana peels so we're going to take a short break we'll be right back hey friends it's your old buddy rick garrett each week i have the pleasure of hosting the experience franklin county indiana podcast where we look at the people places and events that make franklin county such an amazing place to work visit or live join us each week on the experience franklin county indiana podcast available on your favorite podcast provider all right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524, and we did some homework. So the whole smoking the banana peel thing was, uh, it was a big rumor spread in underground press in 1967, but it med- led to many disappointed hippies. You know why? Because <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, so what would you find about corn silks? Well, corn that you were disappointed because... <laughs> <laughs> basically about the same thing it was a story that you know back in the 70s that smoking corn six silk 
would get you a high, but basically did nothing. There's no nicotine in it. Um, it smokes very hot, but it had no effect. So the song Mellow Yellow is a song by anybody. Can anybody know who this? Who did the song Mellow Yellow? I don't know, but I can hear it playing. I can hear it. Call it Mellow Yellow. That's right. Donovan. So he admitted later in life that the song. I don't know if I can get through this. Song made reference to a vibrator, (laughs) (laughs) an electric banana, as mentioned in the lyrics. So I never really listened to the lyrics. So apparently, it says that in the lyrics. He said he was reading a newspaper on the back. There was an ad for a yellow dildo called okay. the Mellow Yellow. <laughs> oh, so unfortunately, I really didn't need to know that. Oh, <laughs> well, you just never Every know. time you hear that song now. Now no. you're going to hear that. Oh, You'll hear God. that lyric. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we ought to, we ought to, probably ought to end tonight with Mellow Yellow. <laughs> We're promoting. You messed it up. I was going to do that anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anything else, guys, on this episode? couple of good subjects there talking about psychedelics talking about the beatles yeah talking about corn silks which don't do anything don't do absolutely nothing well you never know till you try if you ever true. try yeah i well no, i don't know <laughs> so table 12 how's table 12 doing over there good deal so i'm alan stanger with Dwayne bischoff jeff montag my gardener and we're across the line 1524 gonna go roll some bananas we'll see you later i'm just mad about saffron saffron's mad about me i'm just mad about saffron she's just mad about me they call me mellow yellow quite rightly they call me mellow yellow quite rightly they call me Mellow Yellow. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know, we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthelline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.